Hello, everyone. Here we are at Lesson 45. God, or love, is the mind with which I think. It tells us right off the bat, this idea is the key to what our real thoughts are, which have nothing to do whatsoever with what we normally think throughout the day. It says there's really no relationship between them whatsoever. Nothing that we think are our thoughts resemble real thoughts in any way. Nothing that you see bears any resemblance to what vision will show you. So we can now equate real thoughts with loving thoughts and our thoughts with it's all about me, the story of me, how to stay safe. It's about how am I going to get my way? Then it says in the second paragraph, a bunch of convoluted stuff, all of which reduces to my mind and God's mind or love's mind is one. They are never separated. And therefore, the thoughts of God, the thoughts God thought in the beginning, so to speak, are in my mind because his mind, my mind are the same thing. And it says about six or 10 sentences to say that and it's redundant. So then it gets to the third paragraph, which is a little more sensible, and then says, well, so where are these real thoughts? Today, we're going to try to find them just like we tried to get to the light or tried to allow ourselves to get to the light yesterday. They have to be in what I call my mind because my mind is in the mind of God. By the way, do not try to figure this out or envision it or make a diagram or anything else. <laughs> Just know that whatever it is that is the creator of all things, that mind and ours are all one. Okay. Then it reassures us that what is thought by the mind of God is eternal. Well, that should come as no surprise. So in our three five-minute periods, we're going to try to get to what those thoughts are and not let our normal, everyday, fear-driven, it's-all-about-me thoughts get in the way. And then it says, okay, do you think that we would be given a task that's impossible to do? That doesn't make sense if we're being led for our own salvations for our own understanding so that we can come to the deepest place of peace. Here's what needs to be done. Oh, and by the way, you'll probably never do it. <laughs> that hardly makes any sense. So it says, of course, it's possible for you to do, or this would not be a step along the way. And we want to understand that not only is this possible, we want to do this. This is a step to our peace of mind and it says, of course, you can't fail because it is the will of God. Again, that's a phrase that refers to something that you cannot possibly put in words, except let's just say it's meant to be and going to happen. Well, then we can hardly fail to do something if it's meant to be and, it, and is going to happen. So in our exercises for today, think of a few of your thoughts, of your little personal, ordinary it's all about me, thoughts. And then repeat this lesson. God is the mind with which I think. And then my real thoughts are in my mind and I would like to find them. And then we're asked once again 
to sink past all these unreal, fear-driven thoughts that cover up the truth in our minds and reach to the eternal. And says all of these senseless thoughts and mad ideas have just cluttered up our minds and that the thoughts that we think with love in the beginning are in our minds now completely unchanged because they can't go anywhere. Where would they go? Because thoughts do not leave their source. And now I want you to try something. Think of something that's important to you and imagine sharing it with somebody, telling somebody about your new beautiful grandbaby. And as you have those thoughts about that grandbaby in your mind and you share them with your best friend, did those thoughts leave your mind? Did they get out of your mind and somehow drop into somebody else's? No, they remained in your mind even though you shared them. We are now reassured that this foundation of real, loving, true thoughts, which have substance, not mere form, are in the joint mind of God, love, and ourselves. And it says, you're asked to do this one thing. Well, we need to pay attention when it says do one thing. And that is necessary, and that is approach this exercise as you would an altar. That's a very holy, sanctified place in heaven to God the Father and God the Son. That would be us and love always inevitably and forever joined together as one. Because it says that's the how big this place is we're trying to reach that this is not an idle game. This is not a little parlor trick in some way. This is an exercise in holiness and an attempt to reach the presence of love itself. It calls it the kingdom of heaven, but since that conjures up we don't know what for people, think of it as the actual substantive presence of love. And, of course, to do the shorter exercises, and as you do, to try to understand the holiness of you, of your mind, of the loving thoughts that are in it. And, finally, it asks us to stand aside, however briefly, from all the thoughts that are unworthy of him whose host you are. In other words, to stand aside from all of our fear-driven, it's all about me thoughts, and thank him for the thoughts he is thinking with you, i.e., those loving, foundational thoughts that we can't comprehend at this moment, but are part of all that is forever and ever. Have a great day. Remember, those beautiful, loving thoughts are right there waiting to be discovered. Have a super day. Bye.